Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pixels, a podcast for the discerning gamer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pixels. This is a show where we talk about the gaming news from the past couple of weeks. We cover PC, consoles, industry, mobile, everything that is important for you to know. My name is Patrick Beja, and today we have a special show uh, for you. We have Scott Johnson joining us. How mm. is it going, Mr. Johnson? I'm so good, uh, Mr. Beja. Thank you for having me on your show where we call each other by our last names. I really enjoy it. <laughs> You know, I try to be a little bit more distinguished uh, nowadays uh, mm. to show the listeners how much we value them. That is yeah, exactly nice what work. we're doing here. Very um, nice. So I was saying, I was saying we're going to have a, a kind of a different special kind of show today. Uh, it's Gamescom, and there's some things. Honestly, I'm a little bit disappointed what, what, by what's been happening at Gamescom, uh, but mm. there are some little bits of news, and uh, then we timed it so that in about half an hour, more or less, there's going to be uh, the Blizzard Gamescom stream that's going to start. There should have a couple of things revealed there. Uh, and we're going to be doing the second part of the show during that with a live commentary of, similar to what we usually do during E3. So, And since we're giant Blizzard nerds, uh, that should be fun for us. So, um, yeah, first part is going to be about half an hour about the Gamescom news so far, and then Blizzard live commentary thing. Hopefully mm. you enjoy that. Are you, are you looking forward to this episode, Scott Johnson? I am really looking forward to this episode. In fact, um, it's funny, you said earlier that you've been slightly disappointed in Gamescom overall up to this point, and I am with you on that. I agree. So I have high hopes that blizzard's bit will be my highlight which is exciting because i love blizzard and they're my favorite video game company ever and uh the idea that maybe they'll salvage this for me is is intriguing so i'm hoping well, that's true they've announced a bunch of things already little things for each game uh, they have a mm -hmm. reveal which might or might not be just the uh, new computer graphics in uh short movie uh, that they have already said they would be showcasing so we'll see if they have more than that i doubt it but we'll see mm -hmm. But until then, let's dive into what happened this week at Gamescom, starting with the Microsoft, how do I call it? Like live stream? It's not, it's, it wasn't press conference. Um, no. It was a live stream. What? And I, I have stuff to say about it. But first, right. 
Scott, what do you think? Do you watch it? Did you? I, you I did. I saw. I saw a bunch of it. Um, uh, let's just say I'm a little bummed. I'm. I'm actually very bummed about what Microsoft showed. <laughs> uh, I. I think that there's a couple of things of interest. For example, I think Jurassic World Evolution looks super interesting, which we can talk about in more detail if you want. But uh, other than that, it was either stuff we knew was coming, things that have been a long time coming, or things missing that we were hoping would be coming like for example crackdown 3 being delayed uh that was a huge bummer so if i'm if i'm gonna like lock down what my favorite thing of the microsoft conference it wasn't hey pre-orders for xbox one x uh or hey guess what that recore game no one kind of liked is coming back in a definitive edition version (laughs) and who knows if you like that one that's not interesting to me what was interesting to me is that they are making an age of empires 4 that it's coming to pc and that Relic is making it. So of everything I saw here, it's the <laughs> Age of Empires 4 announcement that has me the most excited. Which technically wasn't announced during that conference. They were strongly hinting at it, uh, but it, it was announced like a couple of hours later, I think. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. It was disappointing. I think, first of all, in uh, you know, form-wise... It wasn't a press conference at all. It was. I felt like it could have been a Nintendo Direct type of thing, which we all kind of got used to and has some charm now. After mm-hmm. having, you know, for the first couple of times, it was weird. Now we kind of like it. But this felt more like a Nintendo Treehouse thing, where where you know it was three people on a couch and people were, you know, developers were coming one after the other to show their game, which most of them if not all of them, are uh, multi-platform. So what they ended up doing was presenting the game and then the uh, the, the Microsoft representatives were like, oh yeah, and it plays really well with the immense power of the Xbox One X, which can render things in 4K, right? And they were they would go like, oh yeah, yeah, they, like it's uh, Xbox One X, awesome. Like we can read it. Like you could feel the PR person writing the phrases that they would regurgitate like thanks to the power of the xbox one x we can achieve 60 (laughs) frames per second on even in 4k and it's like it's true it's cool but the way it was presented made it a little bit less palatable to me it felt here's what it felt like it felt like those uh pc gaming conferences at e3 which Mm. i think we all have (laughs) a sore spot in our hearts for. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I what what I wanted out of that was uh, every possible compelling reason to get an Xbox One X. At E3, it was really just announcement. That here's the real name. Here's what it's going to look like. Here's what it's capable of. The opportunity here was to say, guys, we're really close. You can pre-order really soon. And guess what? When it hits... All of these cool things are going to happen. You're going to get all these rad games and you're going to change your life in all of these great ways and not just simple PR speaking. What we got was simple PR speaking. It really bummed me out. So I, I, I don't know what that, you know, foretells for the console, except that I, I'm in no more rush to get that than I was before. And I'd really hope they'd give me a reason now, but mm. they really didn't. Well, Crackdown so, 3 was maybe my only reason, and Crackdown 3 ain't coming now. So, yeah, there it's you go. been delayed to 2018. Um, and, the, well, I mean, Age of Empires is coming uh, to PC 
they it's not i mean it's a pc game so but relic is behind it that's that's interesting but getting back to the xbox they did announce over 100 games uh optimized enhanced for xbox one x so that's kind of cool uh there's a weird project scorpio limited edition which i don't know you know it, when the, the console comes out i can understand you want a limited edition but the xbox right. one x like is there anyone actually rushing to get the xbox one x Limited it. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be the same price. It's fine. Um, the, I think I concluded that for some people who want a really powerful machine, like a PC-grade powerful machine, uh, and playing it from the comfort uh, of their uh, couch... This is probably the machine to get because it's, you know, 500 bucks. It's much cheaper, like three to four times cheaper than the equivalent PC you would need to put together to to get that kind of per- performance. So, but, uh, yeah, that's basically it. And I don't think there's a lot of people who are going to be excited for this. And we did get a lot of, like, things we had already seen. Uh, Assassin's Creed's uh, uh, Origin, that weird recore definitive edition you mentioned some connect games of all things that you can control them by controller but i guess connect's not completely dead the corpse is still moving um <laughs> you know there was forza motorsport 7 world of tanks okay uh, sea of thieves still don't know what that game is uh insiders uh, xbox insiders can play that game so and it's not whatever shadow of war <laughs> still looks cool but multi-platform cuphead yeah has a release date, September 29th. That you must, you must be excited about, right? Oh, I'm very excited. I've been excited since they teased that thing at, what, was it 2013 Z3? It's been a very <laughs> long time since they originally shown that. It's changed um, a lot, though. I mean, we, we finally understand why it's been delayed so much. It switched from a bus rush game to a yeah. full-fledged, like, run-and-gun, shoot-them-up, uh, uh, full game experience. It's not just a bus, bus rush, so... That you know, that is finally the explanation why it's been delayed so much. Yeah, which I'm yeah. which I'm super into. Uh, I want that game real bad, but I think I'm just gonna get it on Steam. I mean, again, it's right. not a motivating it's on factor. Steam as well, yeah, yeah, and it's not. There's just not a huge motivating factor for me to go. Oh, guess what? I'm gonna rush out and get an Xbox One for this rad indie title I've had my eye on for so long. The fact that they're at least going to PC for a secondary platform. I, again, I don't have another reason to go get an Xbox One X. And I hate being down on that thing. I want the Xbox One X to be rad. I want to be excited about it. Uh, I don't want to be a poo-poo head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's 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 hard for me, um, yeah. given, given the that. lack of motivation. Yeah, I do too. But yeah. it's, you know, I want them to do great with this, guys. This is not a thing where I'm, I'm, I'm not rooting against Microsoft. If anything, it's the opposite. I want them mm. to do really well with this. Well, I think it's just as, you know, it's kind of equivalent to the uh, PlayStation 4 Pro in that it's less powerful, significantly, uh, I mean, it's more powerful, significantly more powerful than the PlayStation 4 Pro, but then the PlayStation 4 Pro has more exclusive games. So, I mean, no one gets PlayStation 4 Pros anyway, unless you have a 4K TV. But um, uh, there's Surviving Mars, which looks kind of cool. It's a game by Paradox, the guys behind City Skylines, uh, City's Skyline, which is a weird, like, strategy city builder thing on Mars. And it's it's got a weird... uh, twist to it like the the way it's presented is kind of funny um yeah but that's about it right you, you did mention jurassic world evolution which is coming out yeah. in a year uh yeah. that did look kind of cool anything else you or um, you know even jurassic world 
Um, yeah, I mean, that looks interesting because there's just a ton of potential there. Um, I like roller t- coaster tycoon style games. I like games where I build stuff and have people come use my stuff and make money on my stuff. And I like <laughs> I like tycoon games. They're generally speaking a genre I can get my head around. Uh, the idea of raising uh dinosaurs and in theory uh the game would probably feature things like i don't know i don't know how you're going to capture your dinosaurs or what happens if one gets loose but i'm sure the game will support disaster control and that sort of stuff um there are a lot of really neat ideas that that are in my imagination whether or not the game matches that i mean who knows but it does that looks like fun to me so uh i'm way in on that one the only other one that is uh, of some interest to me is already multi-platform, and that's, of course, Shadow of War. I'm a little worried about the microtransaction stuff, which, you know, is a thing for a different show, probably. But but uh, very much looking forward to that game. So, I mean, yeah, it's nice. Oh, and Origins looks nice. Like, I want mm-hmm. I want that Assassin's Creed game. It looks like, it almost looks like they're making Black Flag 2 in a lot of ways, gameplay-wise, which is really exciting to me. And, again, I can get that in two other places. So, uh, you right. know... I, I, I wish I was more. I wish I was more excited. If Crackdown Three was part of this demonstration and they were on track, I would at least say, "Oh, well, there's a, there's one of my reasons." That open world game's right. fun. I'm looking forward to that, but it's just not there. Um, Shadow of War. I have to say, I'm getting a tiny bit nervous. Just a tiny bit. Like I loved the first one. I'm starting to think this one doesn't bring. A, I, I don't know. There's been so many games since then, and so many games to play. The first one was awesome in an environment where there wasn't that much competition. And I'm not sure how much the, the, the second one is going to step up the game to compete with everything else that's coming out, but it's a tiny worry. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. And uh, Assassin's Creed Origin, I'm not as excited about, but we'll see. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for... I don't think there's much more to add, except, you know, you can do stuff on Mixer. Mixer is awesome. It's a great <laughs> thing for... Microsoft, Xbox streaming, they pushed Mixer so much. And PC, they pushed PC a lot as well, which is great. But anyway, all right. That was Microsoft. Um, EA as well, a little bit. A little bit. uh, There wasn't anything new announced. I mean, yes, there were expansions for The Sims 4. Um, You can get customizable dogs and cats. (laughs) Finally. Finally. (laughs) They looked you know, surprisingly cute. I think if I was in, in The Sims and playing Sims 4, I would be quite excited about those things. It was like, you know, it's the Tamagotchi type thing. You have your little pet in the little pet world. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it's coming to PS4 and Xbox uh, One, by the way. Uh, Sims Mobile think, as well. I have, a th- I have a theory, by the way, that those games are, are we're just about done making those for consoles. I think that I think that mobile is where this stuff sort of belongs, and I'm a little surprised that they're pushing that stuff on consoles. But whatever, that's a big name, you know. Probably will sell a bunch, but mobile's where it's at, in my opinion. So you're not going to be rushing to uh, create your customizable dog in Sims 4, is my understanding. No, I think I'm. I think I'm more interested in the. There are two other dogs in video games I like more. I like the dog in Fallout 4, and I like the dog in the Mad Max open world game. Those are cool dogs. Ah, you've been getting bad into that one. I, I don't know what my problem is right now, but I am so back into that Mad Max game. It is way <laughs> underrated. Uh, I know I'm already biased toward the property, but man, 
what a cool freaking game. It's really well done. If you like open world games, it's got everything you want in there, plus this rad world, and it's it's super good. So, hey, flashback, everybody. 2015, go get it. Mad Max, Avalanche Studios, available now on whatever platform you own. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> news from a few years ago. Battlefront 2 has ship-to-ship uh, -ship combat, and it looks pretty rad. Um, Battlefield 1 is getting more new content. That's kind of incredible. I mean, they're getting a new 5v5 competitive mode. They're getting... Anyway, Battlefield 1 is still uh, on the radar. Uh, Battlefront 2, as I was saying, has ship-to-ship -ship combat. Uh, looks cool as well. A little bit difficult to, to control, maybe. Um, but, yeah, Battlefront 2 looks good, too. Sure. Yeah, yeah I'm excited sure. <laughs> about Battlefront 2. Why not? I mean, you know, it is what it is. That game has a lot to prove, though, because the last one was, you know, a little simple. Mm. Uh I, I think I like what I see so far, but I'm I'm not going to bet the farm yet. I need to see what they, you know, if they can pull that off. And I think they maybe can, but I'm excited about it. Sure. Why not? Okay. Fair enough. Um, what else? What else? Uh, ooh, we got a teaser for Shenmue 3. And <laughs> maybe you didn't see that one. And I uh, think No, I did watch that. I watched didn't. a bit of it. It looks oh. like Shenmue 2 in terms of gameplay, didn't you think? <laughs> It looks in, uh, like Shenmue 2 in in terms of, yeah, gameplay. And from what I remember, I'm sure my memory is skewed, but like uh, graphics-wise as well, it certainly doesn't yeah. look like a current generation game. And um, one of the thing, things that people harped, harped on was the facial animation, of which there was none, um, especially for uh, Ryo, the, the main character, It looks weird because his face is literally uh, stuck in one, like, the, the, it doesn't move at all. And it's like, apparently, Yu Suzuki, the uh, director of the game, uh, decided to remove the facial animations from that trailer a month ago. And that was like, why? why? Probably yeah, yeah, because why, it dude? wasn't looking very good, which is fine. The game is not coming out for another, you know, for a while, but... We're seeing so little of that game, and the little we're seeing looks really disappointing. Uh, honestly, I was never expecting anything great from from that thing, but uh, they continue to disappoint. I would say, yeah, is a yeah. I'm not. I I'm bummed about that so far. Anyway, I mean, when was the last time though that we were completely hopelessly stoked about a Kickstarter fulfilling its potential after being the biggest kickstarter you know what i mean because right now it has the record of the biggest video game kickstarter of all time and before that it was what that that uh uh tim schaefer game i forgot the name of it oh the, uh, the double fine uh yeah the the, the adventure right. game how can anything live up to those two expectations i don't think that it's actually possible the best kickstarter games i've seen come out are ones that no one talks about <laughs> are ones that yeah. they just quietly came along and said, Hey, we're grim Dawn. Here's our rad idea. We used to work on some cool games like Diablo and uh, Titan quest. And now here's our new action RPG. And then that game turned out really great and fulfilled everything they promised and still upkeep their game and have an expansion plan. Like no one talks about those guys because they had moderate success. So, Uh, I, I'm always wary of the ones that do millions and millions of dollars because I just don't know how they live up to it. Well, that's the, the problem is you, you make so much money on the Kickstarter. It feels like a lot of money, but to create a, a like real AAA game, it's, not, it's never enough. 
And right. but the thing is, even with all this, I think Shenmue 3 has been disappointing. <laughs> even with all this, because it, it's not, you know, I mean, anyway, we're not going to make the Shenmue 3 show. But yeah, that was a, a not great thing. Um, yeah. Arms is getting a new uh, fighter. That's exciting. Right. Yeah, some weird new weird deal. Uh, I like Arms. Arms is okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for what it is, it's okay. It's not. Um, yeah, I'd say it's fine. It's fine. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of you kind of said it the way I, I kind of mean it. It's it's fine, and it's and look, Nintendo is not a company. They're usually like make a game, publish it, walk away. So whenever they start to take on the role of make a game, support it over the long haul, add new characters, add new weapons, give people free new updates, fix bugs, that kind of stuff, that is something to sell. I'm going to give them too hard of a time for that because I'm happy that they are not being very Nintendo-like and are actually updating their products. So yeah, that's true. I'll take that, that's even though the game's fine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I, I honestly think that's the case. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They usually they seem to be taking the uh, Splatoon approach to arms, and that's great for fans of arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, one game that's been uh, really lighting up uh, the 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 world uh, <laughs> of video games is Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and they mm-hmm. showed a new trailer with the androids from like the the C. Uh, 15 16 17 and that game looks so cool it's coming out next february there is apparently a part of the story which is the dragon ball nerd incoming here sorry but uh Uh the part Uh where the uh you know the androids come back uh from the future and uh then the 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 alternate timeline that led to those Androids being the the masters of the earth is going to be explored in uh, that game, which is super fun for a geeky uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Dragon Ball Z uh, uh, nerd like me. But um, yeah, it looks it looks it still looks awesome. There are lots of fighters. It looks great. Yeah, just- I I don't have the love for that world as you do. Obviously, um, to me, it was uh, just a big loud mess. So whatever, if they, if this is good, great. Um, I, I think that game looks really cool. They've somehow made it look like the anime, which is very impressive. Uh, even as it plays, not just as it, you know, tell story or whatever. And I guess that's exciting, but man, that world, what are they doing? Just yelling at each other and flying across. The okay. Okay. Thing. We're going to let's, I'm going to stop you right there, Scott. <laughs> you do not insult Dragon Ball Z. With those well, weird I mean, eyes, their eyes are all weird and square, and their heads fine. are too big for their bodies, and it's just weird. Old weird. man Johnson. Um, <laughs> Bioshock, ten years old. Uh, first of all, ten years old. Bioshock, geez. <laughs> yeah. Um, Two hundred dollars anniversary edition. Surely you're gonna rush and get that thing, right? Um, no, I'm not, but. <laughs> I've enjoyed every Bioshock game I ever played. Uh, That includes all three games, by the way, plus all their DLC. The only thing it doesn't have is the multiplayer that two had. Um, But outside of that, these are all kind of remastered older ones. And then, of course, Infinite's still pretty much a current, a current, relatively current technology game. Uh, I think that if you're really into that, it might be worth it alone just for the little uh, statue thing. 
that they that they give with it, the little 10 inch thing. That's pretty cool of a little sister and a big brother deal. Not big brother. What do they call it? Big daddy. Big daddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that might be worth it, but you'd have to be a hardcore fan. What freaks me out more is that 10 years ago that game came out. That is unbelievable to me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Crazy. Um, the Super NES Classic is going to have a um, built-in like rewind and save state feature where basically you're going to be able to save in your games even though you couldn't in back in uh, whenever <laughs> the, the, they came out in the 80s and 90s. Um, that's that's okay. Still don't want a, a Super NES Classic myself. but um. I do. I want one, but I'm not going to kill myself to get one. So if, if one presents itself... It makes sense. If someone shows up at your door and goes like, Scott, here's a Super yeah. NES classic. Do yeah. you want it? You'll say yes. That that, or if, you know, Nintendo just did normal things like put them on shelves so that their stock was good and I could just get one. That'd be cool. Hmm. Like that, that'd be fine. I don't this mad rush to to kill each other to get one and then have them on eBay for way too much money. Like F that. I'm not interested in any of that noise. Okay, that's fair enough. I I also I'm in the in that uh, boat. Yeah. Um, couple of other things that we I mean, just to be clear, there are lots of things happening at Gamescom. Um, lots of little games being presented, lots of new stuff. Uh, it's just that it's not there's not a lot of major things happening. Um, and, and so we, we're not going to be covering everything because if we start going into the, the small games that look kind of interesting, we're going to be here for 15 hours. Um, but there, there's, there's some, a couple of extra things maybe I did want to mention. Uh, Call of Duty World War II has a headquarters like social hub type of feature, which is weird. Um, but yeah, you're going to be able to have a social hub in Call of Duty and you can do stuff like there are little one-on-one fights. You can train and target practice and it's just, uh, we don't have a lot of information, but that's what it looks like. And it looks weird. Um, yeah, I, I actually excited. I want to make it clear that I'm actually excited about a Call of Duty game and I haven't been for a very long time. So I'm ready for World War II. Let's do it. I want to come <laughs> save your ass one more time. That's what I want to do. <laughs> that is fair enough. Um, yeah. And then there's this uh, My Memory of Us game, which is also kind of weird. Um, it's like a, a very indie, black and white and red, uh, almost like uh, Inside Slash. Uh, what was that other game? Um, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I, that uh, one. Limbo. That one. Limbo. Yeah. That's it. yeah, Limbo Inside kind of thing. Between that and... Um, uh, 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 this war of mine. Yeah, this oh, war of this mine. Oh, this war of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like it's a weird little thing that is probably going to make some uh, indie game indie game lovers uh, head spin. Um, so I didn't want to mention that. If you haven't checked it out, it's called My Memory of Us. It looks really cool. Uh, any other game you you looked at and thought that could be kind of fun? Um, no, I guess I'm, I guess I'm a little bit excited about, uh, I, I realize they're not going to do much with it at Gamescom, but they did at the international. And so it's still on my mind. So I'm just going to mention it, but that Dota two card game, mm. kind of interested to see what valve does with a, with a, with a competition to, uh, to hearthstone, um, which is really what everyone sees these things as until we actually get them to see whether or not they, they're supposed to scratch the same itches or not. But 
yeah, I of of everything I've heard this week, uh, two two things jump at me: that and the Vive getting cheaper. Outside of that, not right. a lot, man. Not mm. a lot. Like been a little weak, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's uh, I think yeah, I think that's about everything uh that we can uh, uh talk about from gamescom if unless again we we have very specific stuff that we personally enjoy um yeah. so I, i it might be time already to get to uh the blizzard thing they're not we're we're watching live i'm going to try and do i see if it works you're saying you're not sending me the audio from yeah you're not going to hear audio at all okay so um, i just realized that means i have to take the audio from the uh the thing myself i'm gonna try and fiddle with my software um okay and i'm gonna see if i can make it work so i'm gonna go away for a second not for you scott but for the audience and i'll be right back all right we're back yeah they're on stage and they're on stage so now hopefully greetings everyone yeah i think we're getting i think we're getting the um Thank you all very much for joining us here today. Here's Hearthstone, man. Speaking for the whole of the Hearthstone team. So, just to explain a little bit of what's been happening below. for Blizzard at Gamescom, the uh, they've announced a, a couple of things. The new hero for, for Heroes of the Storm, uh, Kel'Thuzad, and a yes. new map for um, Overwatch, that map being uh, junk, Junkertown, which makes Scott... Yep. Incredibly excited because he loves everything <laughs> that it has to do with uh, Mad Max type things. Yeah, post-apocalyptic dirt, whatever, awful, de- decrepit town called Junker Town is so up my alley it almost hurts. So they did a little video for it. That was awesome. Uh, the the look of it is great. Uh, everything about it. Is great. I can't wait to, to, to play that. But I also, this you mentioned Kel'Thuzad briefly. We on we on the core the podcast have a pretty good theory that today we'll get another announcement outside of Kel'Thuzad. Probably a map, probably a theme, some Now, sort of Warcraft theme that would involve daily quests and things like that, like they've done in the past with StarCraft and Diablo. A kind of event, so, basically, kind of, like there has yeah, been with the, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah oh, exactly. What the players the will time, do, who knows, but... Um, This is a place where they like to announce those things, so I'm pretty jazzed about that. Mm -hmm. So now we have uh, Jason Hayes from the Hearthstone team, um, who's uh, talking about stuff. We'll see what he announces. Um, The Junkertown um, short, by the way, directed by Taryn Gregory. Uh, the so first the one he days, actually directed, which is very exciting, um, well, for him, I guess, and for us, because we've been following his uh, career since his machinima from his WoW days, uh, which Just was called uh, The Return, the and he interrupted The Return, uh, the directing of The Fried Return, to go work for Blizzard, and that was a tragedy back in the day for me, because I was so, exp- you know, um, expecting the initial thing. So anyway, I just wanted to do a little bit of a Taren's, shout out to Taren's Taren. awesome. He's a big, big, big friend of the instance and, and frog pants stuff. He's an awesome guy. Um, very creative, really, really responsive when you ask him questions. Uh, absolutely worth cornering at BlizzCon and talking to him about the rad work they're doing. But every time those guys take it, it like in-engine tools and make something out of it, I'm, I'm always blown away and impressed. And Junkertown's no different. That 
that little intro video was really, really good. Well, well made. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a oh, question you while we listen to, to the Parthstone Man talk. Will you claim victory? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're... they're uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was okay, going to say... That was better. That was that, better. Uh, now, if you're not uh, around, what was I going to say? You know, oh, the, the queen, the That's junk okay. queen, or whatever name is that they refer to rate. for that new map. Do you think that hint the character the at some point? Later this year. Whoever she is? Because hmm. I'm into that. Mad Max possible. Queen. Possible. Yeah, that would be cool. That is definitely possible. It's also possible it's just a character the in the background. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would <laughs> be fun. Um, I, I mean, I, I think she's going to narrate the map. It's going to be, you know, get on the payload. Those um, guys, whatever. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because she would, she's the one being attacked, basically, or deceived by that payload. So, oh no, good point. They're going to be competing here. Good point. Did you see what they're doing with the? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Did you see what they're doing with the uh, uh, fireside gathering for Hearthstone at Gamescom? Like the live fireside gathering, uh, uh, not a quest, but brawl. No. What are they doing? Basically, you have uh, everyone who connects to Hearthstone at Gamescom live there uh, can engage in a very special brawl where you fight the Lich King who has a million HP. So you just do as much as you can and you get a ranking (laughs) after you die. Um, But then, you know, everyone has to band together to try and defeat the the Lich King. I think, I, wow. and th- those are going to be available for what they they're making a big push for fireside gathering, which are basically getting together and and uh, playing Hearthstone with friends live. So that's going that's going to be to be yeah intriguing and really speaks to the core. So what is he announcing? He's going to about announce something here. This is the story. A story. Oh, this is that video we've been hearing about. She's lost. Let's see. She's cold. And she's trying desperately to make her way home. So the way someone described this to me was, this is Blizzard's attempt to make it so moms want to play this game. Okay. <laughs> is oh, what so I, there's, is what there's a kind of a short movie? Yeah, there's a, it's a new cinematic. And it's a real one, like a... Not some in-game... Well, there is no in-game engine to make it in Hearthstone, but... So we're going to see this for the first oh, time Oh, it's a here. full CG... Yeah. So who has been describing this to you? Uh, I can't say without getting them in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to say. But I cannot. Um, Yeah, this is is the real business here. Yeah, look, it looks so Pixar-y. Oh, big time Pixar. Now, this is probably that tech they talked about at BlizzCon where they showed the Varian versus uh, uh, Ragnaros deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that would make sense to me. They're they're pumping this stuff out a little quicker, and, and this also has the look of that to me. That it's is very nice. More, yeah. more Pixar, whatever. Oh, she's go. Oh, that's how my that's how mine showed the up. Mouse, it just appeared in the yeah, snow. Yeah, the mouse yeah. just uh, somehow makes the Hearthstone box appear in the middle of the snow, and everything slows down. Yeah, this is pretty good. It looks amazing. I don't know how much it like. You're lost in the woods, in the snow, so you play Hearthstone. Like, what does it? Hardcore, hard, hardcores are gonna like this because they're gonna think this is the of their favorite. Oh, she's kind of teleported into uh, the Hearthstone Tavern. It's like 
even if you're lonely my turn, and sad. My turn. Time for you to graze. Oh, they decided to put. <laughs> you can always oh find friends and have fun together. Oh, welcome. Was that Come him? warm your frozen boots by the fire. Oh, Come warm like. your frozen boots by the fire. Where am I? Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Oh, these goblins are awesome. <laughs> Where are you? Dude, they want these goblins on their own show. Well, there's a place and there's a time well met. when the magic of the board becomes alive. Well and you'll have all that you well, can do just to survive. Before an orc or ogre tries to take your hide. I'm not ready. Don't you know? <laughs> hero lies right, inside of you. In time you'll see it true. From taverns here in Azeroth to inns in distant lands far off, Stone Brew will spin a tear or two. Your cares you and just relax. You have Don't you fret about the monster with me. You need some cards. Come follow me. Time to compete. Wait so that and you will bring him to his knees. No, it's just a make it clear for you. There, there's no. This is like, a place that magic has grace and is Always filled with laughter at firesides where heroes gather. So sheath your sword and prep your deck. I think he's gonna summon creatures. I think it's for the people who haven't already tried Look at what's imagine you're someone who kind of knows of mobile games and you've played a few and you're or even you haven't. And you see this, so you're like, oh, maybe I'm going to try this thing out. If you, even if you've never played the Actually, it's legendary. He looks like Russell for the team of which are really clever. That's not a poopy way. You must think really quick. Make him submit. Commit to it. The time is right now. Clear card, clear card. Yeah, of course. It's for the internet. Every it's not. It's gonna that, be on YouTube and you know, wherever. 
My kids are um, love that. It's. I think. I think it opens. It's definitely not something that you usually see in gaming, and that's yeah. why now it's. Short, it's more than any that we've ever done. You know, aimed really at people that are not. Is all about. Um, already invested gamers. I think. To feel a little bit like I still hold that hope that uh, Heroes of the Storm in, character coming up will be that innkeeper in dude or somebody like that. I want some Hearthstone originality. By games and by yeah, laughter. that would be interesting. We, uh, we have another hour itself. or so to go, so there could be a bunch of things. So with that, oh yeah, there's plenty to come. I'm sure. Introduce you to that girl who stumbled her way into the innkeeper's tavern. Her name is Ava. And Ava. Yeah, let's clap for Ava. Oh, no, don't make them clap for Ava. Uh, Why not? Sometimes they do this stuff on stage and it gets a little weird. Like, yeah, like try to create. Now, Ava's surrounded by a cast of whimsical characters that come from all walks of life. Are those going to be Today was just your first peek at them. And we're very excited to announce (sighs) that we have a new series. Series? What? And comics coming out that will be featuring this cast in the months to come. Okay, I'm into that. There are many more stories to tell. And already hard at Those work two little goblins to are on top of each other? They're my new, so they're, they're my new, uh, totem in life. They're creating, <laughs> they're creating, like, actual lore around the game. Heroes now. of the Storm. Yeah. Okay, now is Heroes time. But that's, that's the most interesting thing. They're creating, I mean, it's probably about time, but they're creating, like, uh, you know, actual lore and, uh, stories to be told to promote Hello. the thing. Yeah, which my name is, is Alan Dabiri, given how much money they're making. I suspect uh, it's, it's you know, they want to keep expanding the player today, base, Gamescom. and now they have to go so, mainstream to keep expanding it, because Monday, yeah. everyone who's ever heard about <laughs> a video game has probably himself, tried Hearthstone by now. I think you're right. I know hardcores are going to whine, but I say bravo. I think it's great. Well, do I mean, honestly, why would you so whine about it? It's like Hearthstone has never been a super hardcore game at its core and, uh, anyway. There are lots of hardcore players who, who play it, but it's pretty openly now. a game so, for everyone. Right? Gee, Patrick, I can't imagine gamers ever taking a position that they're cooler than someone else and someone else is ruining their uh, their hobby. I can't imagine that. That's just crazy. But that being said, I agree with you. There should be no reason. And I want I want more of that kind of stuff. I like it. It's it's. I don't know. It's heartwarming and fun, and yeah, it's cute. It made me want to play. That made me want to play more Hearthstone. I'm not even that into Hearthstone, so yeah. Kel'Thuzad is the Lich King's most so Kel'Thuzad. That's not a video we've already seen, right? That's another. No, this is the first. This is this is the actual like uh, gameplay video. Yeah, this is the the kit description and all that, right? Which I don't think they put out yet. Yeah, they haven't done this yet, so. Despite the efforts of the Azerothian Oh my heroes, gosh, look at that old art. Lich doesn't die easily. That's Such crazy. power is inevitably drawn into the Nexus. Hey, do you know that the, this animated thing all, they did? Kel'Thuzad was, uh, has it's been Peter biding his time within uh, the Nexus. The guy who did uh, and Aeon preparing Flux. Remember that show? Oh, that weird yeah. cartoon? Working yeah, Peter Chung did this. The Lich Lord and I assume he did the Overwatch one. Because it's almost identical in terms of style. This time, 
Mm, yeah, it actually, looks somewhat, somewhat comparable. I wouldn't say I did. Alright, no so let's longer. see what Kel'Thuzad is. And it seems they're leaving the, um, is a ranged the burst mage Overwatch that thing for down the enemies end. And devastates yeah, them with a powerful That's your big finisher. I, I still right. doubt we're going to get Kel'Thuzad's Master of the Cold insane. Dark trait is a baseline quest that increases his power as so it's completed. He's got his quest Whenever he roots an enemy with Frost Nova or hits them with his chain, or his trade is baked right into his uh, questing immediately. Once the first crystal has lit up, Kelsey's ability do? cooldowns are significantly um, reduced. You, and when he's reached the maximum blight level, you try to get his spell blight power up. increases like, dramatically. Like, I don't know if you've uh, played with uh, Death the, the Butcher very much. First basic ability. But uh, he has no, no, after a delay, he launches an orb of death and damages the first enemy hits, and leaving an area of decay that deals damage over time. He's an assassin. Due to its wind up, Death and Decay benefits from roots and slows, or being fired from a hidden position. Frostnova is Kel'Thuzad's first crowd control spell. When cast, a circle of runes appears and after a moment explodes, dealing damage to enemies. Depending on an enemy's proximity to its epicenter, the explosion has two different effects. Enemies along the edge are slowed. While those in the middle are rooted. It's getting kind of complex. I mean, Kel'Thuzad's this has two e different radiuses. Chains of Kel'Thuzad is a skill oh, that's, shot that that's, deals that's damage to the first hero though. There's all kinds of... I mean, for a few seconds, Jane is ultimate. It's like a donut, so you only get frozen on the outside. Target. If the second chain links oh, two yeah, heroes, chain they are pulled towards each other and stunned. Oh, that's awesome. If the second chain links a structure and a hero's um, the game, this is not an easy character to play. No, no, no. I think there's going to be... Actually, I think his difficulty is actually the in his trait, because you're always trying to maintain these high levels to get the blast. most out of him. When mm. activated, but, he manifests a meteor of ice and chain that pursues its target no matter how oh, far they Oh, this is run. like a frost bomb. Upon contact, it like deals damage and roots the target uh, and pass. any enemies nearby. Uh, the area indicator yeah, around like the enemy's target shows the exact same, radius same kind of the effect, right. forcing his enemies to either move I love the chain or frozen in place. Shadow I hate this in dress. I've never liked the design of Kel'Thuzad. Like in the next Remus raid, Kel'Thuzad summons a figure he's, that crackles and explodes, dealing damage to anyone inside. I want my skeletons not dresses. The ability is global. Skeleton so King does not approve. Anywhere he has vision. <laughs> um, this time, ooh, wow. if the enemy thinks they can simply yeah. step to the side, Kel'Thuzad has more than enough tricks to prove them Yeah, so wrong. he he has a ton of crap to control. Right, yeah, that's not going to be a character for me, though. I haven't... I'm not good enough to play that, like that. The character I am playing a ton of right now to the point of ridiculousness is um, Stukov is just my man right now. I freaking love him. Mm. Yeah, the, the latest one. Well, Garrosh is the latest, but yeah, pretty close. Oh, really? Was Garrosh after Yeah. Stukov's amazing. Watch out for foes so that much fun to play. It's kind of all I want to play Figure right now. Need to root and chain Whoa, his death is cool. His traits quest much faster on smaller maps like Tomb of the Spider Queen than on more spread out maps like Warhead. Yeah, Junction. see, these are the I don't like quest traits the where of talent can be or maps determine so much of how well I can do. If the quest is completed. Oh wait, However, he can you respawn can immediately. To wait and preserve its yeah, it's resurrection basically. And as long as he can keep those numbers up, he gets resurrection. They called it You didn't say the name in this, because it sounds like prophylactic. Use this to set up an it's a weird word. Oh, let's call it prophylactic. <laughs> 
Oh, I really like that chain thing. That's an awesome thing. die under the effects of frost blast to emit another blast. I wish I had time to play heroes as well. Too many heroes. The damned return of the Zod to summon a shade that casts death and decay. Games just gotten better and better and better. It's just yeah. Yeah, every time I play, there's something. No, I agree. Every time I play, I like it. Um, Even your beloved Lily is better than ever. She's oh, really? Has she be changed? No, has she... no she's just got a great position right now in the meta. She has. Um, certain builds that just make her just incredibly valuable in fights and stuff. She's awesome. Creator of the abomination. I want to make out with her. So just kidding. She's a kid. What is she's yeah, she's very young. Uh, that's creepy, Scott. Uh, so doesn't he have like doesn't he summon death dead versions of the characters like they showed in the uh, in the in the trailer? Or is that new no. skins for those characters? That those are, I do not believe that he does any of that. They've, they've left that to Zool, basically. Um, so he doesn't really do the undead stuff like he does in the more Scourge-based world of Warcraft. Okay, so let's see what happens. And those are... So they're skins, those characters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he's, so a, let's, he's a mage, technically. Which is like Jaina and Chromie, uh, uh, Lee Ming, those, those types. Spell power matters, that kind of stuff. Zagara, All right, Death so Knight let's Sonya, see. And of course, Death Knight Sonya. Look at that Death Knight Sonya. Yeah, she looks really good. Yeah. I mean, Dread both Sonyas look good already. Yeah. yeah. Not sure how I feel about this Dreadlord Jaina stuff. In addition to all the cool fun. content coming with this uh, Call of the event. Yeah. We've also got a special event quest for you. Ooh, that see. quest is called Obey the Call. This quest will run for the duration of the event, and by harvesting the souls of your defeated enemies, you'll be able to unlock some cool rewards like portraits and sprays, yeah. and ultimately the awesome Naxxramas Warcrest banner. Okay. So, before I go, I want to leave you guys with one last thing. We a regularly map? get asked what it takes to bring a hero into this oh, game. Be a map. Come on. And so we figured with Kel'Thuzad being the most requested hero like ever, that there'd be no better time than now to show you guys. So starting with the development process of Kel'Thuzad, oh, so that's we actually recorded a massive amount of footage. <sighs> this is both within the development team and around like the company. That. I always like the behind-the-scenes stuff. And we assembled but... that footage oh, I do into too. a multi-part like documentary well, but I don't know that if we're going to be releasing next thing. week called... Resurrecting Kel'Thuzad. So they're going to have a documentary uh, about the creation of that character. That's I, I, sure. I'm into it. I mean, I understand this is not. Parts. We're going to start um, with the first part next week, and I've brought a trailer along for you guys to okay, check out cool. right now. So here's a trailer. Let's see what we get. But yeah, it's not it's not a new map. All right, let's see that trailer. It's a making of, so not a lot of people. Are One of the amazing things about, about all it. Blizzard games is the credits always start with game designed yeah, by Jeff Blizzard Entertainment. Talking that takes a blizzard to make a blizzard game. And I think that's true on, you know, any individual game. It's true on World of Warcraft, it's true on Overwatch, it's true yeah. on Heroes, and it's certainly true on, on Kel'Thuzad. Hundreds of people have worked on some form of Kel'Thuzad over the 20 years this character's been in existence. This is the hero that, since joining the team, I've wanted to do the most, so I'm super excited to finally be bringing Kel'Thuzad to the game. The players have been asking for this hero forever. This was a hugely requested character by the fans. Where's KT? Where's Kel'Thuzad? Give me KT. Has there been an uproar, like, asking for Kel'Thuzad in Heroes? 
The last time we had a chance to work on him was in Warcraft 3, and everybody's very, very excited to bring him back in a big way and into the Nexus. I can't wait to see what the Heroes team reimagines Kel'Thuzad as for Heroes of the Storm. Feels good. This feels really good. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, we talked to him. Arch Lich of Naxxramas. Esteemed Lich Lord of the Plaguelands. Commander of the Dread Necropolis. Master and founder of the Cult of the Damned. Formerly of the Council of Six. Creator of the Abomination. Summoner of Akamad the Defiler. Betrayer of humanity. Hearthstone enthusiast. Major Domo <laughs> to the Lich King. Kel'Thuzad is an iconic Warcraft hey, villain, out, uh, and it's incredibly important that Pierce. we do Frank justice Pierce. to hey, that uh, character, Frank, and we can't screw this up. Mm. Say something. I'll have to trust you on that one. Ooh, I like that guy. Okay, five episodes. That's, that's cool. I'll watch that. Sure. Yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, I because I always love the the okay. behind-the-scenes developer so stuff that tells you how they do the things they do. But yeah, that's probably area. not um, and if you're not, something that everyone Kelsizad is going to be excited next about. Week on the, PTR. the Lich is finally arrived to the Nexus. Thank you very much. And now let's I hear can't from imagine the how much team. work this has been to put together for the, uh, for the European team. My former colleagues... Yeah. It's, oh, dude, I, can't, you know, I don't want to think about it. I remember oh, working on putting together those things it's an honor for years, and they the were like team. half the size Two and half ago, the ambition, and it's really become, it's a tiny, tiny BlizzCon-style presentation time, here happening now. And But look at the crowd, it's incredible, and the size of the stage and the booth. Man, I'm so glad I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, this is like BlizzCon Jr., really. I mean, they go crazy here now. By the way, he was almost at Nertacular, you know, like a second away from it. He last minute something came up, couldn't come. But. Next, well, I was going to say next year, but now it makes me want to cry. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. So, yeah, this is World of Warcraft now. If you're listening, yeah. they're having a... Uh, they're going to be talking about 7.3. I don't think we're going to be seeing anything about the next expansion. It's way too early when they still have a well, lot of content in 7.3. Do you think there's anything to surprise us with here? Do you think no. anything at all? Okay. All right. My... my uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, because I don't think there's anything to surprise us at all in, in, at this stage. Uh, and second, if there was, they would have left it for last. Or first. But first or last are the big pushes, communications-wise. Journey to Argus. It's still exciting. I mean, the, the, the 7.3 uh, is really exciting for WoW fans, but... Have you noticed... Have you noticed that the task... Not the Tassadar. What's it called? Their ship? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, is that Turalyon? Yeah, yeah, he's badass in this. Ooh. Listen to Liam. That's Liam O'Brien talking to me. Every demon we slay here dies its last death. What is the name of the ship, of, of uh, Prophet Velen's ship? What's it called? Oh, the Exodus? The Exodar. Exodar. But that's not what we use to go there. It's another one. No, it's another one. But you notice that the Exodar and all the ships that are from those guys, they don't know how to land right. They always create a giant crater and get stuck in the ground. They're terrible landing ships. We make our stand. The last battle for Argus. 
The Last Battle for Argus. Argus. Shadows of Argus. Shadows yeah, of Argus. that's going to be cool. I'll, I'll, I'll be playing this. So, yes. At 7.3. Oh, hell yeah, dude. 7.3 is oh, high on my list of exciting moments. To take players to the world of Argus. That trailer showed you. Yeah, we almost had Ian. That would have been really fun to have. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take a few minutes to go over. I remember when he was a mere so, lead encounter designer. This is a major yep. content update. And he showed up at Gamescom and, and did world. interviews and, and, indeed, the fate of and stuff. Hangs in the Were you his uh, PR? Uh, well, we didn't have like assigned PR people. We rotated, but yeah, I, I did a bunch of interviews. We went to. Uh, community discussions that weren't like even public but like meeting with uh, raid guilds to get their feedback and guess you know to discuss what they were uh, finding interesting difficult all of this um, with raiding like competitive raiding guilds and uh, so yeah it wasn't like one person per first off so uh, rumor is Tuesday we might get this um, he's not saying so, anything about that, but or maybe they will. If you look up in the sky, but that well, could be your big surprise, you know? Yeah, the the release date, it's very possible. Yeah. Um, this this you say or next? I mean, we're getting there. We're getting to the point where they're going to be um, releasing it, and I suspect that we're going to get that, and then it leaves way enough time for them to introduce the next expansion at BlizzCon. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, we might I, get I, another small patch afterwards, but, but so then that, that would mean the next expansion's beta could start was the birthplace of the uh, early next year, maybe even earlier. Maybe early next year. And it would still be a significant amount of time between the last content patch for this expansion and, and the release of the next expansion because the beta is going to be you know, at least six to nine months. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, Pokemon, it's possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have to start talking about the next expansion so soon. But so. Velen, oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And, he and, his followers and if they don't do it at BlizzCon, I mean, they have to. BlizzCon has to be it. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have to. That'd be super weird. I would be very, very surprised if they didn't talk about that. place where it all began. And even as we fight the Legion, we're also going to be able to learn a lot more about this. This feels like a wow Q&A at BlizzCon a little bit. Of course, Not that that's bad, I'm having deja vu for that. Fell energy. And it now stands so, <clears throat> these people are there. The Legion, the center of Do they all know English as a second language? So there, is this is all coming off over just fine, or what? Yeah, I think they, a, they wouldn't be there if they didn't. Now, the world itself. Um, Let's talk okay. a little bit about the places yeah, we'll be it's, visiting. It's, sometimes you, you try to do stuff in German as well, because so obviously you want to do to the local population to be able to understand it. But these things, I mean, it's important to have the crowds there. They do have a German version on one of the monitors, on one of the big screens sometimes, but it's not translating live what the guys are saying, so... The um, trailers and things like that probably have the text is probably in German or uh, subtitles, subtitles for some of it on one of the screens. But this is mostly, again, it's important to have the crowds there, but it's mostly a public live streaming thing now. Warriors in service of the light. It's not the, the, the most people who are going to be watching this are by galaxy. far people watching online and reporting Together, on it. Online. We might hope to stand a chance right. against their. Oh fight. man, Illidan is huge right now. <laughs> of course, there are also major strongholds. <laughs> oh my God, he's been eating his his 
He's in spinach. Stronger demons than we've yeah, ever faced he's a tiny little dude in, in, in Heroes, comparatively. I guess everyone's well, even, even the model in-game is we'll not that big. Like, he was 12 feet tall. And more. Oh, and you can From see there, Azeroth in the background. Players will move on to the second area known as Macquarie. So, so he's, he's just describing every area for the new uh, Argus zone for the patch. Right. If you're not into WoW, this is Snoozefest time. Yeah, for sure. Why, why is uh, Argus so close? I don't understand the point of it being so close. Oh, that's because uh, t- at the end of 7.2, um, when yeah. you, you, uh, you kill um, Sargeras or the Avatar of Sargeras, you're yeah. transported to Argus and or like there's the wormhole that opens and you you get back but then Illidan leaves the wormhole open um, for you to be able to go back to Argus and and I can't remember if you already go to Argus or if you um, I haven't done the entire raid so I can't remember if you already go there or if it opens the wormhole and then Velen is like and you know and Khadgar like dude quick let's escape and and close the wormhole and Illidan is like yeah sure no problem and you escape and then you turn around and you're like dude the wormhole's still open and Illidan is like yeah because we're going there and we're finishing this and we're killing all the demons or rather we will be destroying all the demons so so help me understand but but the proximity part is what's weird oh it's a portal it's a portal it's not like you can see a kind of wormhole thing where you can see through it but it's not actually being teleported it's, it's just that you can see through the giant like portal wormhole opening thing in space okay that explains it then because there should (laughs) be some all my all my space nerd alarms went off i'm like wait this thing would you're worried about gravity (laughs) clearly scott the the wormhole allows you to go through but not the the gravity rays not the right. gravitons. They don't. They don't go through the wormhole. That's pretty obvious. Otherwise, <laughs> that wouldn't make sense, Scott. Yeah. That would be just silly. Yeah. What was I thinking? I don't know. What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, filling time here. Um, now I'm gonna be. I'm gonna put this up. This audio that we're doing right now end up on the instance feed. Sure. Uh, and 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 obviously everybody, when t- the dust has settled and I'm back from my anniversary trip, will will dissect anything that we weren't able to cover here. But for the most part, I feel like this is stuff we knew. Um, yeah, coming into this, right? There is. I mean, most of this we've discussed in previous episodes of, of the instance. Um, they are showing, for example, the uh, customization of the relic slots on the uh, artifact weapons, and we've already discussed all of this. So, it's, this is just describing the contents of Patch Seven Three, which has been on the PTR for a while. So, we already know all about this. There's nothing. New. Yeah, and could literally be out Tuesday if yeah, the rumors exactly. be believed. Yeah. I, my experience has been whenever they let the the leads go and do talky stuff like this, that they're clo- they're really close to being done. Uh, this happened with Diablo Four and Four. Sorry, the uh, Necromancer. <laughs> We will uh, where in fact it was because he, uh, he came to Nerdtacular and I was like wait don't you have a game to finish and it was that week they put it out there's a lot of green people look at all that green well so that's fell magic exactly 
Fell magic has invaded, fell corruption has invaded the, um, wow, the portal must be really long if you can see it that well. Well, are you sure that it's not just the the world wasn't just brought up close or something? Well, I don't think so, but now I'm having doubts. And in that case, your issue with the, you know, physics and, and, uh, and gravity become well-founded. Yeah, I've played Universe Sandbox 2 a lot, and I know what happens when you start putting balls next to each other. Take a look. Oh, what do we have here? Peggy 12, let's do it. All you 12 and unders, hang up. Don't watch this. All right. forces are on board and accounted for. The Vindicar will be ready to depart shortly. Oh, the Vindicar. That's the name of the ship. We will meet with the Army of the Light and begin our invasion. Here we go. Ooh, Illidan. My lipstick is dry. Does he understand what you're truly asking of him? Dude, Liam. Do any of them? So cool. We follow the path of the light. No matter where it leads. <laughs> Your faith has always been your weakness. When your closest allies fell to darkness, you didn't stop them. When the Legion swept over your world and took your people, you didn't make a stand. All you did was watch, convinced you were following the Light's will. The truth is... You failed your people. Their blood is on your hands. That's a nice pet talk. You will never yeah. understand what I did. We are both purple. To save my people. To save the my purple. I mean my people. It's time to forge your own path. Prophet, we are ready. Proceed. Sweet, dude. Look at Come a long way from the cutscenes they used to put mm-hmm. <laughs> in the game. Protoss. <laughs> Where is your army of the light? Oh, now it's going to appear. And it is yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. That's cool. Something is wrong. The cowards have come out of hiding. Who's this? Bring them down! Is that Argus? Oh, the avatar of Argus? Because we fight him. We fight a version of him. will fire again soon. What are your orders, Prophet? We make our stand. The last battle for Argus has begun. (laughs) It's so cheesy. I love it. I love the cheese. More cheese, please. Oh, 829. Oh, yeah, there you go. Next Tuesday. Yep. 
have 7.3, Shadows of Argus, and you will be on Argus this time one week from now. Coming out beginning August 29th in North America and rolling to other regions. Dude, with he their is a bouncy stage guy. Can't wait to share this with you. It's been a labor of love for the team, and it's going to be an epic. I love trip. how he bounces around. Thank you all so much. And next up, I'm excited to introduce the Overwatch team. Okay, here it comes. Ooh, the Overwatch team. Yeah. Ooh, look how excited people are now. Yeah, Overwatch. That might be the uh, might be the greatest Crony Hashes Phoenix Rising from Dead story Hi, ever told in video games. Thank you yeah, so much very for possible. joining us here today. Yep. I'm Chaco Sunny from the Overwatch team. Now, Chaco Sunny is a cool name. May, we celebrated the anniversary. Sounds like of Overwatch. a singer's name. And within that year, yeah, it does. Thanks to all of you, the players. So we still have over milestone. half an hour. Um, 30 million of stream now, of streaming and Thank you the only two games that are left are basically after Overwatch Starcraft which I don't think they're going to be talking about and Diablo which I don't think they're going to be talking about so that means we might have half an hour of Overwatch which could mean a lot of announcements. Thank you for your it could be. Unbridled feedback. Um, it could rehash uh, what we were just told with Junkertown and all that. Oh, they're going to do that, but that's not going to take half an hour, is it? To I wouldn't think so. And expand um, the Overwatch universe. I mean, we, we know why, we're going to get a cinematic <laughs> short, right? Which is why we're so oh, excited yeah. to share with you guys some of what we've been working on. Okay. Oh, some of what we've been working on. Now, uh, some of you may have read on the internet, well, or maybe you saw our official announcement Town, on Monday we know night about that. of this brand new map. Apparently that... Town. So did that get leaked? That's what they so all Junker keep Town saying is got leaked. Is an and then no, it wasn't, it wasn't leaked. It was revealed map. on... Um, uh, it is I mean, it was Australia public on the official... Uh, um, an YouTube page and Twitter and everything. It was a that wasn't a leak. It was a coordinated okay. review. Set up to turn out okay. and it showcases. That's how I flash people in the, the park. Coordinated reveal every time. <laughs> who pick through it looking for any chat room? How are you guys doing? Also, if you're a fan of our favorite junker duo, <laughs> Junkrat and Rohan, someone says, "I love speculating on the next thirty minutes." <laughs> Uh, so you should be able to find a uh, bunch of cool things. Wow, people, nuts. there's some about them in villain game. hate in the chat. Now, really? What's wrong with Velen? Yeah. H. Hooven 4 says Velen is garbage. Chance to check it out Sheesh. Here. Why? Not, we're looking forward to be able to make this available Velen is to fine. He's a wise old very, man who sacrificed soon. his son to the Legion. So now, yeah, you know, I mean, what you guys are all waiting for. Oh, okay. Uh, so now is what we've been waiting for. To introduce the next... Overwatch animated short. Ooh, ooh, Please ooh. join me in there welcoming to the stage Ben Die, project director for Blizzard Animation. All right, Ben Die, come on out. Let's see what you got, buddy. Oh, he's a little little guy. <laughs> Maybe Chucky Sonny was was really tall. Yeah, no, that's a good Hi, everybody. Point. My name is Ben Die. I'm the director for the upcoming animated shorts. I'm sure all you guys are waiting to see who our next character is. Ooh. Well, Overwatch is made of a group of very diverse heroes. We have wow. soldiers, right. scientists, like adventurers, and oddities. In our, uh, in our animated shorts, we already explore many, many of the stories, including a soldier, a couple of adventurers, and plenty of oddities. But we haven't really touched upon the scientist group yet. Science, we have Winston. Science 
is the key feature of yeah, all how these ki- uh, man, heroes you know? solve the problems and open some um, challenges ape. in their environments. Sorry, he's an ape. Creativity right. he's an ape. and the ability an to think through their problems <laughs> are the key for these you heroes. You know what's okay. the easiest way to know so, which one is On behalf of everyone from monkeys? story and franchise How? development, uh, I'm very, very happy Ape's and excited to share oh, with you our latest animated shorts starring our favorite climatologist, May. Oh, it's a short about May. Okay. Oh, it's not. Gotta be It's our world premiere, and we call this one Rise and Shine. Enjoy, everybody. Here it is. I'll ask you after this video here. See what we get. Peggy 12. Peggy 13. Well, there's May. We're still in the middle of this massive ice storm. It's crazy. We missed our resupply window, and we're low on rations. So, Captain Opara is having the team hibernate. Come on, May. Cryo chamber time. Already? <laughs> An hour ago. Be right there. Snowball, give me my socks back. I'm leaving the sensors on, so when we wake up, I'll have a whole new data set to examine. Hey, you're holding up nap time. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. So this is the map, uh, the Antarctica map where we can actually play. And she's put, she's put in cryostasis, as the story goes. Oh, so much time has passed, Patrick. <laughs> Looks like about eighty years. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. It's gotta be May. Oh, but all of her friends are dead. Oh wow, is that what that means? That's kind of hard. Yeah, art, man. Snowball. Oh, it's Snowball. No. <laughs> I didn't. I Snowball had a name. Shine, sleepy head. Don't have a name. Yeah. And he has a he has a summer games shirt. Is this where she learns how to be a troll? <laughs> The atmospheric fluctuations above the anomaly have gotten. <gasps> it's much worse than we predicted. We have to get this to headquarters. Yeah, but where is all this data coming from? What if... Snowball, how long have we all been asleep? What about your dead friends? What? No, Overwatch would have come for us. Down. <laughs> yes, Lyle Snub says May is the true protagonist of Fallout 4. <laughs> Nobody even knows we're here. She's in Vault 100. Wait a minute, where is everybody? Now she realizes. Slow, are we, May? Oh, this is kind of sad. Oh, jeez. No. 
that point. They made it cute again because the little snowball guy came. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's dead. It's fine. My year's worth of data. That is a cool. I want a USB stick. Looks like that. <laughs> I'll take her work to the world, my friends. I mean, I will try. She's broken. How do we get this data out? Nothing's breaking. This place is real pumped, man. Whoa, if it's the wall, north of the wall. Look out. Well, this is roughly what uh, the outside of my door looks like. <laughs> <laughs> She misses those people. I can't do this alone. I wish you guys were here. Look at all those scientists. Thank you, Snowball. At least Is that a look how diverse they are. That's a Murloc uh, mug. Yeah, it is. Let's see if we can make the batteries last a little longer. Wait. What is this? This is broadcasting on the Overwatch emergency frequency. Maybe someone knows we're here. If I could just... Come on, you're a science girl. You could do Come it. Come on, Snowball. We're not on ice yet. Oh, she's got a MacGyver contraption to make everything work. <laughs> oh, it's her ice gun. Gonna use the little energy from uh, Snowball. That was the last battery, wasn't it? I can't oh. believe I forgot about the batteries. Without power, we're dead. Look, look. look Snowball use your robot. Here. Just need a little more time. <laughs> Just plug his little bum in, and you've got your power. And that's why she has it with him, with her all the time in the. On the oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> Just happened to have it. An interface that worked. She's a scientist, Scott. The power! Oh, look at that. Snowball. It's like Linux. What? Oh, Snowball, you sacrificed no. yourself. Snowball! You can But now you can get out of here and recharge him. It's no big deal. Yeah. I mean, we already know he's okay. But she doesn't. And that's not an easy couple of days there for me.
Get like. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, there he is. Wister? Oh my gosh! Come on! People decided they were better off without us. They even called us oh. criminals. They tore our family apart. That's the. But look around! The Winston cinematic. Someone has to do something! Yeah. We have to do something! We can make a difference again. He I'm the, the world recall. needs us now. More than ever. I don't have a tail. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes, Winston. Yes, Winston. <laughs> I am with you. I am how so do you, How do you get back, though? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh, I guess she could transmit the signal thing. She is into some coffee, man. Oh, she made coffee for everybody. Yeah, for everyone who's dead. Oh, that's sweet. So she just treks it out there. Yeah, parts of Utah in January look like that. Yes. <laughs> All of Finland looks like this. <laughs> Solar energy, Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's renewable energy. Oh, nobody shot anybody. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little surprised there was like no like shooting action. There usually is something. Oh, it's okay. Snowball's okay. Uh, I am Snowball's okay. Uh, so much science inspiration. Oh, and they have snow falling on the stage. Uh, Thank you guys Don't all breathe it in. so it's, much for all of your love and support. It's not yellow, though. We it's really okay. appreciate it, and we hope to see you know, everybody yellow. online. These kinds of things very soon. are... Enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, so it's not the last thing. All right. Oh, interesting. Uh, so these kinds of things, you know, getting snow to fall on the stage, it seems like a little nothing. But when you actually have to put it together and you know the events team is working on finding amazing. a... Honestly, oh, that's it. All right. It was the last thing. Yeah. Oh, and here's our good friend, Turfster the Turfster Turpin. Right. Who looks like, I, I looks like he's lost 25 pounds. <laughs> it was so saw. amazing. No, but everything. Everything we just Something saw. Something happened. Turfster went on a diet. He started diet. working with Lizard. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that'll make you lose weight for sure. Let's see what Patrick says. Let's see what he says. Let's see what Turfster says. We can get a line out of him here. Okay. How they were able to design him coming up as well. I was really surprised about that. I didn't expect it. Yeah, at the Hearthstone. Oh, girl. Hearthstone. Okay. That was so, so heartwarming. <laughs> so, so cool. And let's not uh, forget, she works for Blizzard World of now, Warcraft so. Shadows of Argus 
is going to be available uh, next week. Oh, wow. Week. He has got lost what? weight. Jeez. <laughs> what? Yeah, actually, that took all of us by surprise. Yeah. I don't think anyone, July. like, expects yeah. to come out, like, that mm-hmm. soon. I have a tournament next week, but if I could just cancel that, I'd be like, I think they'll understand. Do it. I mean, guys, I don't want to make it so like that. No, but honestly, like, so he's making videos for me. TBZ got wants to know if Terpster is going to talk about his wing. Probably. Probably. But Patrick, I guess that's it. All right. Well, yeah. I think that's uh, we even got a little bit of Terpster sighting. That's uh, amazing. Very exciting. Are you a little little bummed out that there's zero Diablo talk, zero, you know, StarCraft, other projects type talk, no Um, mobile talk, like all that stuff? I mean. Yeah, StarCraft, not really. Um, I'm not in a big StarCraft person. Uh, mobile, I think we're we're going to see. They did uh, mention during an investor's call that they have, uh, they talked about that, uh, uh, how's it called? The um, incubator, that they're working mm-hmm. on multiple like games experiences. That was interesting. Experiences, uh, IPs, and they're looking at different platforms, including mobile. So maybe we could have gotten something, but you know, it's not going to be the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Diablo, I I wouldn't have thought we would have gotten something. There was a meager possibility, but it, if we get something, it might be at BlizzCon. So yeah. um, no, I, I, it's fine. It's not. It's not the big. It's not the best Gamescom reveal ever. Um, it was okay uh, because sure. we're we're Blizzard nuts. I think anyone else doesn't really care. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. Like, if you're a WoW fan, you're stoked about 7.3. If you are... Yeah, but you are already stoked. I mean, it's not like in this presentation, it doesn't necessarily make you more stoked uh, about 7.3, right? Honestly, honestly, the highlight is probably the Hearthstone cinematic, if I'm being honest. I think that was really good. Yeah. As much as it's, like, uh, a little odd and, 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 uh, you know, tonally... I don't I don't know what to kind of make of it yet, but I thought it was extremely well made and um got me excited about Hearthstone. They're they're making Hearthstone feel like Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird um to feel that's that a way. Good, that's a good way of explaining it. It does yeah. and and the girl uh is dressed in like red, almost like mm-hmm. you know, Santa Claus. Um no, I agree. I think it's important. Um Industry-wise, because it means that the, I mean, industry, from a, a, a strategy point of view for Blizzard and for that game specifically, because it's not just a cinematic for a game, it's a change in strategy for that game and where it's going uh, going forward. There's right. a, a, a focus on the, the IP that is uh, a lot more important than what has been in the past. So, right. yeah. And, and it's very well done uh i'm really curious to see how it affects basically it's a marketing tool it's acquisition um it's even going to get some people who might have stopped uh playing before to check it out again but mostly i think this is geared at uh messaging hearthstone as something more even more uh wide-reaching and i stand by what i said earlier which is They've exhausted their methods of acquisition, or not exhausted, but used a lot of their methods of acquisition for this game over the past three or four years. And now in order to get more people, they need to go hunt for a different type of gamer. And I think that might be achieving that. Yeah, I think you're probably right. 
Um, yeah, fascinating. It's interesting. It just felt like more today was more of a showcase for animation and tone and less about game stuff. And not that we should expect big game announcements every time Blizzard does anything, but they've got BlizzCon literally in t- like two months. Yeah. Well, so, that doesn't mean they, they can't. They have announced big stuff at, at Gamescom before. It's just. Yeah. It wasn't. But it's usually strategic. Time. Like it made sense for them to do Legion there because we were in the very waning days of Warlords and it was a bummer there. So it was a, it was time to like get people stoked for something and then give full reveals two months later. In this case, Legion's going strong. There's really no reason not to to keep loving on it, you know. So Warcraft was kind of out of the uh, out of the running, and they've already spilled the beans. Like Junkertown and all that stuff. Maybe they could have saved that for this, and it would have been a bigger deal. I don't know. I think so. I think it would have been interesting to leave uh, the Junker like to have two reveals. I mean, two cinematics for the thing it would have been possible um it gives a little bit more of a spotlight to to junker town if you do it before the actual live stream um right conspiracy theory and i think we'll end on that conspiracy theory the stream was supposed to be an hour and 15 minutes yeah. uh and it ended up being just 55 minutes or so mm-hmm. it's not impossible that there was something else planned that was canceled uh in the last few days or weeks i mean yeah we won't know but just, entirely possible right yeah i would yeah. say that kind of thing is usually pretty well timed and if you have 20 minutes planned and they end up being just 55 minutes used there's something that might have you know been cut but anyway yeah. it doesn't really matter it's entirely possible if you had to guess just real quick guess what thing you think got caught if anything got cut not caught cut Huh. If anything if anything got cut. What um, do you think it was? Wow. I think there's a I new I think there's a new map in the works for heroes and they aren't ready. But you can still show it and then say it's gonna be coming out soon. It might True. be it might be a, a new a new IP announcement, a new game that would be big, but I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But, um, well, yeah. the theories anyway. will f- certainly fly. But uh, this has been a lot of fun, Patrick. I've enjoyed it myself hanging out with you. I have enjoyed myself uh, as well. I was going to look for a disparaging joke here, but I'm not going to. <laughs> You've always uh, got one at the ready. It's fine. It's fine. How about you tell people where they can find you on the internet? All right. So if you're looking for uh, more of me, frogpants.com. There's all the things I do there. I'm I'm taking a very brief vacation for my anniversary, and normally there how would long? be tons of content every day, I mean, six days. No, sorry. I mean, how how many years anniversary? You want to know how many years I've been married? You really want to know? Yes, it's going to freak I out. Do. I'm single-handedly keeping good marriage statistics in check <laughs> by being married to the same woman <laughs> for 25 years. So 25 Jeez. years. Yeah, I know. Twenty five. Yeah. Did you get married yeah. when you were like twelve? <laughs> I was twenty hold on. Twenty what would I have been? Twenty two? Twenty three? Wow. Almost almost twenty three is what I was. Was was Kim the first Very woman young. you ever went out with? Uh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she she is Let's the first honest. one I she's the first one I married and stayed married to. Okay. So uh twenty five years boom and we're going to take a little time out so normally there's tons of content coming out of there but check it out go sub to shows that kind of stuff there is a few other things happening including a chunk of this audio i'll put up in the instance feed this week since we're not gonna have a show on friday uh 
and uh, other things. So follow me on Twitter, too, at Scott Johnson. And thanks for having me on Pixels, Patrick. Excellent. It's always a good time. Thank you for being on. I am not Patrick on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find me there. You can also find this show and others at Frenchspin.com and Frenchspin.fr if you're into French language. And uh, that's going to be it for us. We will be back in about a couple of weeks with the next episode of Pixels. So see you then. Bye, Bye everyone. Today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.